Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas to you. Yes. And welcome. We're so glad you're here tonight. We're going to stand and we're going to be singing some worship songs. It's a declaration coming out of our mouth about how much Jesus has meant to us and what he's done for us. So let's give him glory in this place.
our Christmas Eve, well, 2023 Christmas Eve, we're celebrating something that the world is full of joy because of. Those people who know and recognize it are walking in this joy. Amen? God is good. Well, again, uh, it's so good to have the kids in with us tonight. Yes. All right, welcome. This is how big boys have church. <laughs> oh, praise God. Well, if you're new here with us today, uh, we're going to uh, be singing some songs. We're going to be worshiping God. And then uh, we'll be listening to our the ancient scriptures about the birth of Christ, the miraculous birth of Christ. And then the hope that brings to us, and it's the joy that is unspeakable and full of glory. Amen? Well, you know, God had uh, prophesied through his prophets about 700 years before the birth of Christ that Christ was coming, the Savior of the world. So we read these texts that we have. What do you say, bro? <laughs> oh, okay. That's a good idea. I'm excited. No. <laughs> Before we get started, thanks for my son because he's helping me follow what I'm supposed to follow. <laughs> so, Pastor Ben, would you please come up and give us a couple announcements? <laughs> yes. Look at the uh, look at your app store. You can go to just look, just actually type in church app, and then you can look up Community Life Church, and we will pop up in there. It'll help us stay in touch with you, get news and updates on what's going on. But you could also text to give. But you know what? It's a great thing to recognize that the entire relationship that God has with us is one of giving. He gave His Son to us. He gave His Son to the world for us. Whenever we frankly didn't deserve it and so our reaction should be to give back to him in any way that we can and the offering is one way to do that um, as we go through there's only one announcement that we have that we want to let you know for this upcoming week uh, there will be no weekly prayer meetings this week enjoy the time with your family spend some prayer at home but there won't be any uh, prayer services here at the church if you show up and forget you can pray in your car in the, in the parking lot whatever you want to do but we won't be able to do it in the building this week. All right. And then uh, last but not least, I want to ask everybody to stand back up as we are getting ready to go into our next song as we get into Harp the Herald Angels Sing. 
that 700 years, not just through Isaiah, but other prophets like Micah. And so let's pick it up, and we're going to read out of Isaiah chapter 9. He came as a child, which is why people didn't recognize him. They thought he was going to be a warrior and a conqueror, but he came as a child born in a manger. Isaiah 9, verse 6 and 7, reads this way. For unto us a child is born, a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. And he will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. In this scripture, it declares 
that this would be the first event, but it also declares that there will be a second event. The second event is when Jesus Christ himself comes back to this earth to establish and put his kingdom and rule over this entire earth. And that'll be a glorious day. A rule of justice, a rule of righteousness, a rule of love. And so we celebrate that and we look forward to his second coming because that is, that is our living hope. And so, you know, the story begins with Jesus being born. Uh, it came about that an angel named Gabriel came and spoke to Mary, a virgin. And it starts in Luke chapter 1 is where we're going to read this designation. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel Gabriel to Nazareth in the village of Galilee to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. And Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what this angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God, and you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, how can this happen? I'm a virgin. And the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has, is pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she's conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. And Mary responded, I'm the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. I'm going to describe the birth of Christ from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and didn't want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement privately. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And all this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet, which said, look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And when Joseph woke up, 
He did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and he took Mary as his wife. But he knew her not until her son was born, and Joseph named him Jesus. And I would just ask you all to stand. We're going to sing, He Shall Reign.
seated. I'm going to share the story of Luke, starting off with where Mary and Joseph were traveling to Bethlehem, which would have been an extremely difficult travel for them, considering that she was pregnant, it was 90 miles away, and she was riding on a donkey. What a feat. In Luke 2, verses 1 through 7, it says, At that time, the Roman emperor, Augustus, decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken since Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was the descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, who was engaged and now expecting a child. And while they were there, it came time for the child to be born. She gave birth to their firstborn son. She wrapped him in snugly strips of cloth and laid him in the manger because there was no lodging available for them. And then that night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them and said, Don't be afraid. I bring good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you'll recognize him by these signs. You'll find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth from whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem and let's see this thing that has just happened, which the Lord told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and that the angel told them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as the angel had told them. Praise God. In our next song as we sing, we're going to sing to that prince of heaven that was born and proclaimed by the shepherd that was shown to the shepherds. So if you could, let's stand again and let's sing Prince of Heaven together.
Jesus. The next part of our story is of the three wise men who traveled very far from their own country in search of the king of the Jews that they could worship him. So if you want to turn to Matthew 2 verse 1. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, where is the newborn king? the king of the Jews. We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are not least among the ruling cities of Judea. For a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. Then Harold called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the star would first appear. Then he told them, go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way, and the star that they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. If you could stand with me as we sing Midnight Clear. It came upon the midnight clear That glorious song of old From angels bending near the earth To touch their harps of gold 
Jesus as the Word of God. In John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning 
was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was God in the beginning, and through Him all things were made. And without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has never overcome it. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we've seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. So would you stand with us and sing, O Holy Night.
my divine hope. Praise God Almighty. There are candles under your seat. You may be seated to grab those. And then we're going to have the ushers come forward to help light these lights. candle almost lit. I want to read uh, John chapter 8 verse 12. Jesus said this. Jesus says, I'm the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of light. You surrender your life to Christ. The Spirit of the Holy One Himself, the light of the world, comes to dwell with inside of you. He never leaves you, never forsakes you. He is in you to light the way. And you'll never walk in darkness when you invite Him in to help you with life's difficulties. When you trust Him, this eternal life which we cannot see manifests and in the spirit realm that light is shining and you light the way for other people when you start to express your love for Christ you bring light wherever you go and just like the message we heard from Isaiah that Jesus is coming back when we let our light shine that's when we're going to discover God's purpose for our lives because he did God made you God made you to know him God made you to have a relationship a living real personal relationship with him he made you with a purpose in fact when you know him you discover the purpose of why you are here in the earth and then, of course, 
gets to experience his life and let his life shine through you. And so it's our hope this evening that as we sing these songs and we worship him, that you feel his presence, you do feel the very hope and light of the Holy Spirit. His presence is here in this room tonight with us and really the very best gift you could receive this Christmas is not going to be found under a tree. The very best gift you could receive is to open up your heart and receive the salvation, the free gift of eternal life that Jesus came to give us. He was born in a manger, but his purpose was to die on the cross for the sake of the world, to forgive the sins of the world so that you could have a personal relationship with him. And so how do we do that? Well, we surrender. We give our life. We tell him it's a free gift. Yes, and it's received by faith. It's received by faith. When you believe that Jesus came and did what he did for you personally, when you surrender, that's a surrender to God. Say, Lord, I believe what you did, you did on my behalf. It's just a simple acceptance of his love. So let's all say this prayer. If you'd like to receive Christ into your heart, it is a gift of salvation and it is received through prayer. Yes. It says, everybody, Jesus, Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my heart. Be the light of life to me. Be the light of life to me. I don't want to walk in darkness anymore. I don't want to walk in darkness anymore. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Help me to live for you. Help me to live for you. From this day forward. Day forward. Amen. Amen. And amen. So let's just stand and we'll worship and sing Silent Night before we close. Silent Night
don't have to be a Bible scholar. You just need to tell him what he's done for you. Because then the Holy Spirit who indwells you with the light of God will move in a supernatural way. You can trust Jesus now and forevermore. We want to say Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. <laughs> and Happy New Year. Yes, and Happy New Year. Glory to God. Okay, kids, you get to blow the candles out now. <laughs> Father, we ask that your sweet and gentle presence be with us, and that we recognize it. We ask you to guide us this year, guide us deeper relationship with you. Prepare us, Father God, what you have prepared for us. Comfort us when we need comforting. Strengthen us when we need strengthen. Empower us with your glory. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen and amen. We are dismissed.